Hey there, you're listening to Mama's Mission, a podcast that unpacks the mission of discipling your kids into a real and loving relationship with the Lord while doing all we do in this crazy thing we call mamahood. So if you're looking for a place to get inspired about discipling your kids, get some actual tools to do so, and to make your journey as a mama that little bit simpler, you've come to the right place. I'm Deb and I can't wait to journey with you as we unpack our missions as mamas together. Hey everyone, welcome back to Mama's Mission. I almost didn't even know if this episode would be reaching your amazing ears this week. It's been a bit of a week. I won't go into all the details, but we decided to let guests stay in our tiny house Seems to be fairly popular, you know, it's like a, what would you call it? It's like a quirky little thing, so people like staying in tiny houses. Anyway, we let the house out for guests, and we're staying in my parents' home in the country. And it is amazing. Like, I need to be careful, because with mum's amazing cooking, and her help with Kenzie, I may never want to leave, so I really better be careful. But anyway, our guest is stranded for a bit with the COVID level changes, so we're here for a bit longer. But the reason this episode may not have made it is despite my parents being in this awesome home, they've recently renovated it, it's so comfortable. Let me tell you, side note, making a bed in a normal room where you're not having a hunch over is bliss, utter bliss. But anyway, despite all that, there's one major down card and that is they have no internet so <laughs> I didn't know if this would work out but never fear I found a way I may have to use my precious data to do it but you my amazing listener are worth it and I will be getting this podcast episode to you this week I don't want to start it and then go on a good good ride and then just yes go flat I want to be consistent anyway Since I've shared a snippet of what my life looks like at the moment, it's probably a good idea that we actually get into the episode. You know my heart here is to inspire you and equip you in discipling your kids, but recently my husband and I celebrated 13 years of marriage. I did toy with the idea of interviewing my other half, but with work being really full on with him at the moment, I thought on what I could speak to you about regarding marriage, and then it hit me. Why not take you through our rough patch and what changed us to get us to the other side so we're better than ever? I know that there are a lot of people who are listening who are married and let's be real, we all go through a few rough patches, some are worse than others and I just want to share it from our perspective how we actually got through. I Don't worry, I don't want to go into the huge nitty gritty although I do want to tell you a bit about our story and I don't want to paint my husband as a monster because believe me there have been quite a few years where I have done that. I will share though that in year two or year three I can't quite remember of our marriage we hit a wall and I didn't know if we would see 13 years of marriage let alone five so to celebrate 13 years was pretty awesome for us. So I guess without further ado, let's go back 13 years in time and start at the very beginning. We got married. We'd been dating for a little over a year and then we were engaged for seven months. So 
after that, you know, we were ready. I was ready. We were super keen on getting married. So excited. And I got to say, when we first got married, it was bliss. We had an amazing honeymoon. We were so blessed because our parents paid for the majority of our wedding and all of our money went to the honeymoon. And oh my goodness, was that that was what I was looking forward to. It wasn't necessarily the wedding day, it was the honeymoon. I was so excited to just have a break. Um, school holidays hit, I took an extra week off work, so we had three weeks of holiday and it was just awesome. Spending time together and life was looking good. I wasn't regretting this decision at all, thought I'd married the man of my dreams, it was peachy. However, I'm going to say in about year three, things started getting a bit rocky. It wasn't like a initial, like it wasn't something that happened straight away. It was a gradual thing. What happened is really my husband's behavior was quite erratic. One moment he'd be fine and loving and the next minute out of nowhere he'd lash out like just verbally and you know, he was really unpredictable and I kind of thought, okay, well, Nothing has changed since we got married except the fact that he married me. So maybe I'm the problem, which was a bit, you know, and I believe that for quite a while that I was the problem that he was behaving the way he was. Pretty much it was like living with Jekyll and Hyde. I really didn't know if I was going to get his good side or his bad side. And one day I'd do exactly the same thing as I did the last day and get two completely different reactions. So it was really difficult to live with a personality like that. We were really busy work-wise and socially. And we were both, uh, yeah, if he's listening, yeah, I'm going to admit it, but we are both very stubborn and argumentative. And we didn't like backing down, even in front of people. So it got really ugly after a while because, you know, we'd be busy socially and a lot of people, you know, we'd be arguing openly in front of our friends and family and just generally making other people feel uncomfortable around us. We don't do that half as much as what we do now. I've discovered that there's a lot of wisdom in biting my tongue in, sorry, my tongue and if there is something that I really want to address, I can totally address it later. So, you know, once we're out of other ears or whatever. So that's that was where we were at. This went on for maybe a year. I'm going to say maybe a year and a half. And I had planned my exit strategy. We had, you know, we had argument after argument. Sorry if you're hearing clip-clop on the ground. It's our mum and dad's dog with her nails clipping on the floor anywho um yeah this went on for I'm gonna say almost a year and a half I'd say and it was getting pretty bad and I'd planned how I was gonna leave so I had mentally packed my bags figured out where I was going to I didn't really I knew that there was a problem when this started impacting on my work because I'm pretty good at compartmentalizing and pretending everything's fine, but when it started affecting my teaching, that's when I knew that we had a problem. So it came out that my husband struggled with porn, and I already knew this when we married. He was really open. In fact, he was really open when we first started dating. He was an open book, and I really appreciated that about him. And I don't know if you guys know a whole lot about porn, but it's an addiction and it's not necessarily something that you just decide that you're going to stop watching it or viewing it. 
and problem solved. So it came out that throughout this whole time of my husband's erratic behavior, he was having huge struggles with porn. He didn't really know how to tell me about it. And he was projecting his guilt onto me. So often when he had looked at something, I could just ask him, you know, (laughs) okay, not necessarily like, how was your day? He wouldn't be like jumping down my throat over that. But I could ask him something like, um, oh, could you put that back in the fridge for me, please? And he'd just overreact. And yeah, so it turns out that that's what it was. He was angry and he was lashing out at me out of his guilt. And it was toxic. So we got some counseling and things got better. The counseling was great. It kind of, you know, it involved us to start with, but then it went back into more my husband's side of things, helped him a lot. I said that I forgave my husband, but in all honesty, I really hadn't. I hadn't forgiven him for um, a whole bunch of stuff, but this porn issue, I really hadn't forgiven him. We got past our rough patch through counseling, obviously what I mentioned, and we found an older couple in our church to mentor us. We were really new to a church and we I went to my mum and dad, or my mum really, and she said, I don't want, you know, I know there's stuff going on, doesn't take an idiot to see that, don't talk to me about it, don't talk to pe- uh, my husband's family about it, you need to find like a neutral party, they've been married for a few years, like quite a few years, they're mature in their faith and you need to find someone to learn from that is like not attached to your family And because she didn't want to have my views of my husband impact the way she saw him or interacted with him and I thought that was really wise so I appreciated the advice. We went to a new church at the time and the pastor, you know, we approached him, he said he would pray about it because he had a few couples in mind and he gave us the next week you know, context for this couple and they were spot on, like they were really relaxed, really, you know, they had gone through rough patches themselves and they talked about it, how they got through it and it was just so easy. We just caught up for coffee maybe once or twice a month and just had, you know, chatted about life really. It was really, really good. It wasn't something that continued for years but it was such an awesome thing to actually use an older couple And when I say older, they're probably being married at that stage, maybe 20 years, 25 years. So they'd been, you know, fairly seasoned. And at that stage, what we were at, maybe four, five years. So yeah, we had a lot to learn and we did learn and we just sat there and asked some questions and listened. It was awesome. Life went on. We made changes by moving country. (laughs) Yeah, okay. Not many people do that, but we did. And in amongst all of this, we discovered that we would never be able to have children, or so the doctor said. So after not wanting to accept this, we kept trying, as I mentioned, and we decided to mix it all up and move to Canada. This did wonders for our marriage, as I had to rely on Pete. I had always earned a little bit more than he did when we first entered the marriage, and I always had that in the back of my head that if something happens, I can totally take care of myself. Yeah, not not very um, faith-filled at all. But yeah, I was like, I've got it. Like, I can totally take care of myself. I don't need Peter if he decides, you know, if we part ways, I got it all. Like, it's, it's all good. Not the greatest uh, mentality to have. But yeah, God was in it because he took us to Canada 
And I did a whole bunch of identity work there where I discovered that I wasn't my profession. I was actually a daughter of God. And he led me through a whole bunch of stuff. And it really did wonders for our marriage because over there in Canada, my qualifications as a teacher weren't recognized. So Peter, I had to completely rely on my husband financially. And it was awesome for us because, man, it took me down a peg or I would say a peg or two, but more like a peg or 100. Um, But it was awesome for us. I totally had to rely on him and he stepped up completely financially supporting us. And that's the being majority of the way it's been ever since throughout our marriage. And I'm so blessed to have him take care of us like that. So long story short, we discovered in Canada that we were pregnant. And yeah, as you guessed it, we moved home to New Zealand. Ain't no way I'm going to do that to our family when we were told we weren't going to have kids, had a miracle child, we're coming home. So we had our daughter and things were pretty good. Sure, we still argued, but not to the extent that we had and not where I'd mentally pick my bags and plan my exit strategy. Like, yeah, just your average arguments. Well, earlier this year, we hit another road bump and the porn thing hadn't been dealt with and I was made aware that I hadn't forgiven Pete. And you're probably wondering how was I made aware of it? Obviously, Pete told me. Um, Pete for is my husband, by the way. <laughs> Terrible, I haven't even mentioned that. But he made me aware, you haven't forgiven me. And how did I know? Because it always came up in arguments by me. And I used it, something I'm not proud of, but I totally used it as ammo in our arguments. So usually you can tell you haven't forgiven someone for something when it keeps coming up over and over and over again. And yeah, so we knew we needed help. And this time we did get help. We got a couple in our church again who had been married for, I'm going to say, them maybe nearing 40 years of marriage. And they were just awesome. It was a real Holy Spirit thing. It wasn't like official counseling as such, but we invited the Holy Spirit into it. I don't know if you've heard of uh, Sozo's, but they were awesome. And we really just unpacked just a whole bunch of stuff from the past that was brought up. And thankfully, Pete, again, as I mentioned, was super transparent. So I knew all of this, but it really helped get to the root of the problem. And I learned how to forgive my husband, like really forgive him. So here we are, 13 years on and doing better than ever. We've got regular quiet times that we do together. And that I mentioned in episode 10 where I unpack that. And we chat heaps. Um, That's not hard with my husband because he does like talking. But yeah, I actually, I'm trying. I'm getting better. I'm I'm not an expert in this, but I'm getting better at listening and actually responding as well. We talk about Pete's struggles. So he's really open about that. If he is struggling with something, um... He's really good about sharing things with with me and we can walk through it and pray through it together instead of his behavior getting really erratic and him lashing out at me and me thinking, what's going on? Putting two and two together going, okay, something's going on that you shouldn't be doing. So we talk about his struggles. He's really open and forgiveness is something I'm still working on, not with Pete, but with others. But it's definitely something that, you know, forgiving Pete has helped me really in all realms of things, like not keeping long accounts if I've been upset with someone, totally just forgiving them or working on forgiving them. 
moving on, fixing my eyes on the Lord. It's something that we know as Christians that we should do this. But man, it's hard sometimes. It's really tough, especially when you've been really hurt. But yeah, totally walking out this forgiveness journey. And as the more you do it, I think, the easier it gets personally. So I want to encourage you, if you're in this rocky season of marriage, you know, like I was, don't give up. It may seem easier to leave and just part ways, but believe me, when you work through the bad stuff, the marriage on the other side is so good and it's so worth it. Recently, we actually, you know, you kind of reflect a little bit on around the anniversary times and we asked each other if you would actually marry me again or we asked the other person that and we knew that what if we knew what we were in for so if you knew that what we would go through would you actually say yes to marrying me and we both were resounding yeses marriage is so good at this at the moment like 13 years I my parents are just almost going to be celebrating 40 years of marriage you know we've got great legacies and their mum's parents is 60 years of marriage next year we got awesome legacies in our family I don't want to leave that legacy for my daughter as well a strong strong marriage not just a marriage where we stick with each other because that's just what you do and you just put up with each other like I want a thriving marriage and we're coming into this season now and it's really really exciting so the one thing If you haven't got it by now, I'm pretty sure you would have. But the thing that got us through our rough patch was forgiveness. (laughs) I really cannot stress this enough. And yeah, I would would just love to, yeah, I just want to pray for you. If you're in this situation or if you're not even in a situation in your marriage, but you're in a situation in life where you need to forgive someone, I just really want to pray that you can get through this because you can. So, Daddy, we just want to thank you for the listeners today. Thank you so much that they're tuning in. It's such a blessing to have them. We pray, Daddy, that if they're struggling with forgiveness, that you will help them forgive who they need to forgive. Gently tap them on the shoulder, the only the the way that you can do, and show them where they're at fault because there are always two sides. And just lead them through how to forgive and genuinely forgive the other person. Let us forgive like you forgave us. Because it's not fair that we totally accept forgiveness from you. But don't do reciprocate it to others. Especially as we're called to love our neighbors as ourselves. Thank you so much daddy that this is not something we have to do alone. That we can do this with and through you. In your amazing name. Amen. Thank you so much for listening. I hope that you are blessed with this episode. It's a little bit different, marriage related, but marriage totally relates to motherhood and our journey that we're on and especially forgiving because, hey, forgiving, we probably at some stage going to have to forgive our kids too. In fact, we pro- yeah, definitely will. So this is a key. So I hope that you're blessed with this episode and I'll catch you next week. That does it for this episode. Thanks so much for tuning in to Mama's Mission. And if you like what you heard, it would be awesome if you gave us a review. Catch you next week.